Have you been thinking of booking a Walt Disney World vacation? Believe it or not, now is a great time, especially if you're looking ahead to 2021. Whether you're a Disney regular or making your first ever trip, the amount of planning can be overwhelming. Why not let me, Keenan, your second favorite co-host of Part of Our World podcast, do that planning for you? My services are free, Disney pays me, not you, and I will go above and beyond with tips, itineraries, guides, and more to maximize the magic of your Disney vacation. Find more information at partofourworld.net forward slash travel. Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this bonus episode of Part of the World Podcast, we are doing day two of our, I want to say weekend getaway, but it was a midweek getaway for our 10-year anniversary when we went and visited the parks during the pandemic. Yeah. Like the crazy people that we are. Makes total sense. And as we are prone to do, we started a trip report and we're like, hey, we only spent three days there. Three and a half, I guess. Let's just get it all done in one episode. And we got to the end of the episode and I start moving on to Hollywood Studios and Rachel's like, um, how long have we gone? And I yeah. checked the time. I was like, oh, over the length of a normal episode. So these are bonus episodes, but we have been super busy. We went out of town. Now we've got the school year starting. So we actually do not have a regularly scheduled episode this week. So we're, our, our hope is to get you two trip reports. We do have lots of stuff planned with special guests and things of that sort, but you're going to have to bear with us. The beginning of the school year as teachers, actually Rachel's at a new school this year, is always complete pandemonium. And so, I don't want to say podcasting takes a side, but it's just, it's harder to, you know, be creative and especially like networking with guests and just set aside time to record these episodes. But on the eve before we go back to work after summer break, I can think of nothing better, Rachel, than to spend time reminiscing about our Disney World trip, especially what we did at Hollywood Studios. So, ready yeah. to get into it? I'm ready. I'm excited to talk about it because, like we talked about, our trip was somewhat of a whirlwind. Um, we drove there, drove back. We, you know, we packed it in three park days in three days, and, and decided ten days in advance to do this. By the way, yeah, we would be going in a few weeks. But that was not that that was no longer possible, so we did this. Yeah. One of the reasons that we wanted to even take a trip in 2020 was, well, our 10-year anniversary, obviously. Um, but we wanted to do food and wine and kind of drinking around the world, or at least some semblance of it, kid-free, which we did. So that was our previous episode. Check that out if you're interested in hearing our Epcot experience. And then the number two reason was Galaxy's Edge. Neither of us had seen it. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So this was like a must do. And I didn't want to wait until November of 2021. I just couldn't do it. We were also hoping to ride Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, of course. And we were really hoping that Remy's Ratatouille Adventure was open. Alas, it was not. But that's okay. Because as you'll find in these trip reports, it was a delightful time. So Yes, it was a wondrous trip. But our Hollywood Studios day did not start delightful. No, no. It was, and mostly <laughs> mostly due to me. Yeah. 
somewhat nightmarish. And I've seen people who've taken the Skyliner and they're like, we got to Hollywood Studios at 9.30. And I'm like, huh, all right. But we were scared that the Skyliner wouldn't get us there on time because I thought it started a half an hour before the parks opened. They must have gone on before 9.30. Anyway, you have to be in the park at opening if you want a chance at riding Rise of the Resistance. It doesn't even guarantee you it. But you have to basically lottery in with everyone else who's trying to get this into a virtual queue system. Um, if you're curious as to our thoughts on the virtual queue system, we did do kind of a, um, hey, here's how things are working in the parks right now. So a pseudo trip report. It wasn't really like a detailed sort of here's what we did, but we kind of recapped the changes at Walt Disney World during a pandemic. So you can go back two episodes to listen to that. I'm not going to get into it today. I'm not a fan of it. Um, but part of the reason I'm not a fan is... It's a one, one shot thing, and I was completely, Rachel can attest to this, completely freaking out that we weren't going to get it. Before yeah. anything even went wrong, I was just a wreck, like a nervous wreck. Yeah, even just leaving the hotel. I mean, it was just, yeah. the, the energy was high yeah. as we started our I mean, day. Even driving down, I was just like, I don't know, Rise of Resistance, like, I just don't know what I'm going to do if we don't get it. And I, I would go through, like, these phases, like, these waves of, like, well, I need to be okay if we don't get a Rise of Resistance boarding pass, you know? Like, or if it breaks yeah. down, whatever. Just rationalizing with myself. Um, so anyway, we get to Hollywood Studios about 9.15. The park opens at 10. Um, a queue had already formed with cars, and it wasn't too bad. Um and at 9.30, I believe, they start letting cars in. So we sat for... Not very long. Not very long. Five minutes. Yeah. Line started moving. And um, we are on the far right side. And if you're familiar with how Hollywood Studios works, um, after you get past that initial parking booth, um, if you stay right, you get veered off into handicap, VIP, paramedic, EMT, all, all the like special parking. There were no signs, and I think there was a sign actually, but it was not noticeable. Like, we didn't see it. Um, so we just kind of stayed right. And I noticed that there were cones at just one sm small spot that basically took the right two lanes and segregated them from the rest of the lanes. We were in those two lanes. And I was like, huh. So we start rounding this bend, and I'm like, I don't know about this, Rachel. All these other cars are going that way. We are going this way. I... I'm not really sure. I think this is bad. So we start getting in, like, you can see the parking lot's full on the other side, like, just filling up, and there's virtually no one on our side, and I'm like... Yeah, and I'm you can't like, just, like, cut across well, yeah, from the side we're on to the other side. before that, I'm just, like, kind of panicking, like, I don't know. I think this is wrong. Like, I don't think we can park here. And I was like, oh, that's as preferred. That's as preferred. Like, we just kept going, and I'm like, Rachel, and I just... I, I He lost his Basically, mind. the equivalent of... If, if things would have progressed, I could have had a nervous breakdown. I've never felt that before, so I don't <laughs> know how accurate that is. But, like, hyperventilating. Like, you can attest to this, honey. I was yeah. Like, He's like, what do I do, Rachel? Breathing what heavily. Do I'm do? like, what do I do? What do I do? What do we do? We're not going to make it in. Bec and here's the main reason I was freaking out. Not only did we go in the, the wrong line, it's already, like, you know, 1030 past – or, I'm sorry, 930 at this point. Um, but when you turn around to get to the other parking lot, all you see are signs that say exit. And I'm like, if we go back out, and you could see the line at this point of cars is well past where we had gotten in. At yeah, so he's afraid we're going to go all the way back I'm out like, and come we, all the way back in. But. Yeah, and you, I mean, me freaking out, I, it was an embarrassing, unfortunate, like, yeah, regrettable 
it moment. Was but silly. you have to admit, if we had gotten kicked out all the when we had to get back in line, zero chance we get. Yeah, but I just feel like that wasn't going to happen. Well, that was I. You know, I was the worst. I was, wor- like, I was probably, like the worst like, of the worst is happening. Well, you know how like he was. He was ready to cry, but usually cast members are very helpful. We just explained like, hey, we got in the wrong side. We need to cut over. He's like, yeah, go ahead, and that was the extent, that was of, the extent it. of it. But then we still, now we're behind a, probably a good seven, eight minutes at this point, maybe more, because it took us a while to get there, then we had to turn around, all that stuff. You get in, you park, we're like parking way out, so we just start booking it. Hollywood Studios, hands down, busiest of the parks, but especially compared to the other parks, getting in, like the checkpoints, um, lines, we didn't really experience lines at the other checkpoints, entry checkpoints. Um, I got flagged. They had to check my bag, and I was like, Ugh. "Was that or was that at Animal Kingdom?" Because you had said at Animal Kingdom, "This had happened yesterday." Oh, I you're cried. right. You're right. Yeah, you're, that was Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I probably would have. Um, but we we did get into the park at ten minutes until ten. Yeah. So everything was fine. Uh, to me, I don't know how y'all feel. <laughs> ten minutes before a deadline is like cutting it way too close especially something like this especially something like you've prepared for it you've i don't want to say practice because you can't really practice but i've gone through the motions i knew exactly what we needed to do and i knew that at 10 o'clock or really you know 9 59 30 seconds or whatever it's just you know kind of freak out mode and try to get it so we actually as soon as we went in we actually met with our neighbors who were able to uh, we were going to spend the day with them, and so they have a son on the DAS pass, and they were like, we're going to put you guys on it since you're with us today. Like, Sounds good. So we actually, with 10 minutes, get, are in line for guest services, and I'm just like, I, at this point, not freaking out anymore, but still sort of like, shouldn't we be going somewhere? But I'm like, we're in the park. It's all good. They were calm, so I was calm. <laughs> got put on the DAS Immediately got a um, pass for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and then we went back to Galaxy's Edge. Um, one of our friends, their ritual was yeah, she you had go a, a right, superstition. Yes, superstition. Right before Rise of the, you go right to the entryway of the ride, and there were people there and stuff, and you do it there. And the funny thing is, they had this is I think their third day at Hollywood Studios, and each day she was the one that got them the boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance, and once again. She, yeah, she scored it. Yeah, she got it. For all of us. So, huge sigh of relief. We were boarding group, I think, 27? I know we were in, I think, the third wave. Um, But, crisis averted. Yes, and so we could go about and move on with our morning. Yeah, and it was a little unfortunate just because I hadn't seen Galaxy's Edge, so... I'm just in panic mode as we're walking in. It wasn't. It was hard to take it in. Like I feel like walking in later, I had much more of like a, ah, this is the entrance to Galaxy's Edge, and yeah, it was super panicked and stuff like that. Other people have gone to get in line for you know Slinky Dog, Mickey and Minnie stuff like that. I heard one horror story where they were on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so in the ride building, so they had no service and couldn't get rise. And it's like that sucks, but. You gotta like, gotta be in it to win it. I wanted rise. Everything else was bonus. So yeah, which is it is unfortunate, especially because there was no uh, park hopper 
So it's like if you don't get it. Yeah, like that's you know, the reason you came to the Hollywood studios that day and you don't get your past, you're like, well Right. And you know, they do had at this point in time they had additional drops at one and four, but I've heard scarce reports of people scoring them at those times. Even just today, now they're doing it at ten and two and somebody at two o'clock and like twenty seconds showed a picture of the phone that was just like no boarding passes are available and it's just like I get it, and I think the virtual queue is cool, especially since you can go and do other stuff, but I don't know. It, it created way too much anxiety for me. However, the rest of the day was great. Yeah. And we're in Galaxy's Edge, and we were able to ride Smuggler's Run back-to-back right off the get-go. Yeah. You know? I mean, Which it was is- posted 10-minute wait, I think. Just basically walk on. So yeah, that was fun. That was our first time riding that. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the anti-hype behind it. You know, people loved Smuggler's Run. Well, not loved it, but they were like, it's pretty good. And then Rise came out and they were just like, yeah, Smuggler's Run, whatever. Like, that's just kind of a motion simulator. But I like it a lot. Like, I want to ride it every time I go to Disney. I think it's super fun. So it is technically just like a motion simulator video game, but you're flying the freaking Millennium Falcon. Right. And it's cool. I mean, of course, they have a cool story to go with it. And yeah, and I, I'm i definitely going to ride that over Star Tours now because Star Tours already had me, gets me kind of woozy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm taking that off my list. And I if I need my Star Wars story. fix, I'll go do Smuggler's Run. But Smuggler's Run gets me a little motion sick yeah. as well. So I could see that. Not motion sick, but like I just, I'm like, yeah, after little, I get off. A little so. unbalanced after you ride a ride like that, especially back to back. Yeah. So that was great. Um, but we did not spend time in Galaxy's Edge at this point. We knew we were coming back later for an Oga's reservation, obviously for Rise of the Resistance. So we wanted to try to kind of take advantage of the day. And we also had the DAS pass for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. However, it was down. And actually, it was actually down for quite a while. Um, and... You know, there's a multitude of reasons that I'm that that we in like being on the DAS pass with our neighbors was great. Um, you know, like especially for their kid, like just the the accommodations that they make and stuff. Um, but as a travel agent, I am really glad that I had that experience because now I can kind of advise people how it worked. I had no idea really officially how it worked, so experiencing it firsthand was great. I mean, you just go to was it the Blue Umbrella people? But they're guest service so. umbrellas. I, I, I don't know why my memory's blanking on me, but I'm pretty sure they're blue. Blue or red. And there's a guest services person there, and they've got these little iPads, basically. And um, you, you talk to them about whatever's going on, and, and it could be... They basically work like a fast pass, so it could be, well, we used one, so now we need a new one. But in our case, we couldn't use ours during the time that it was... Slated, so we got one instead for Toy Story Mania, and they gave us basically a ride anytime pass for any ride but Rise. We of course used it for Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, but um, that was awesome. So we had one for Toy Story Mania, but not um, right away. So we had some time to kill, and everybody needed coffee. So mm-hmm. we went to Rachel's favorite, my new favorite. Not well. Not only does Joffrey's Coffee like you just love it, but I feel like that location right before you get into Toy Story Land, like we go there every trip for whatever reason. And yeah, yeah. it's like a little it's like our spot. It is. But, well, I got the nitro brew. 
Yeah, iced she is coffee now obsessed with was so rolls. good. Yeah. Yeah. See a Starbucks. I'm a Joffrey's girl now. <laughs> I like both Starbucks and Joffrey's, but Joffrey's is cheaper and there's hardly ever a wait for it. And so I am all Joffrey's. I feel like, you know, a good Christmas gift idea, Rachel, or, you know, Valentine's Day or whatever is going online and getting some Disney Joffrey's coffee. Mm-hmm. So one blend they have is like, which is what I got, was the Jamaican, shaken Jamaican or something, yeah, something like, that. like that. And I would compare it to like an Irish grog, but with different types of spices. Jamaican spices. But yeah. that's good. That's I good. mean, I won't be able to get the nitro anywhere. So, boo-hoo. Oh, you mean like at home? Well, no, but local coffee shops do have nitro. It just wouldn't be Joffrey's. Right. So, so I just have to wait till 2021, I guess. And Joffrey's, we love you. If you're looking for a sponsorship, you know, we'd be happy to promote your... Oh, wait, we're doing it for free. They're not going to pay us anything. Yeah. But if you wanted to. Yes. It'd be all about it. I mean, even just for samples. All right. So, Toy Story Mania. Um, my neighbor destroyed us all. Yeah. We didn't do so hot. Um, as as always the case with Toy Story Mania, uh, so Rachel annoying. is leading. I mean, she beats me up until the final screen every single time, yeah. and somehow I managed to pull it out in the end, like squeak by. <laughs> so frustrating. Oh, <laughs> uh, can never win. That's uh, how it is with like most things. Is it? Like I, I, can, I can say for sure, Toy Story Mania just. But just like in regular life. Too, I'll be like excited because I'm winning. Especially, I'm thinking ping pong. Maybe, maybe like, you get in your head. Maybe, but I think with, I think with Toy Story Mania, you're just better at video games, and so you know the, the big points or something. I, guess. I thought it, I was it, doing it, pretty good. It totally but... is a video game, and yet it's not at the same time. Like you're not pressing buttons; you're pulling on like a right, little... you're doing one thing. You have to aim. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure, aiming to... has something to do with I that. I was going as fast as I could. Um, after Toy Story Mania, we noticed that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was up, worried that it could possibly go down again. That was our next thing. And our first time riding Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. I guess, I guess, jump forward 90 seconds, maybe two minutes, if you have not ridden it and you don't want spoilers. I don't think we'll give away too much, but it's a fantastic ride. I mean, you're basically... Going into the Mickey shorts, which we love in our home. Yeah, we love I know the Mickey the, I knew shorts. I know the new Mickey shorts are controversial, but we love the animation, the voice acting. They're all like they they crack me up. Yeah. So it's very fun to be able to experience those like firsthand, like you're in it. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's um, <laughs> it's like I almost wish like we could have recorded this immediately after running riding Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway before getting on Rise of the Resistance because they both use that new, I don't say new, but, you know, the trackless technology, which is new to Walt Disney World. Um, these are the first rides to have it at this particular park. Um, so that was kind of cool, just seeing how that system works. Like your train is all, you know, seemingly linked together at the beginning. And they're not really, they're all kind of separate cars. But by the end of it, you know, the first car is no longer the first car. It's like the last car. Like they, there's the dancing scene where they kind of switch around and other scenes where they kind of just move to different places. But you basically go through these different scenes and they're all neatly animated. Um, 
you know, there's cool effects yeah. like the wind and stuff like that. But um, it's just a grand, it's just a fun time. And it, it just made us like, we loved the ride. Our son is just going to yeah like, go crazy. He's, he's just going to yeah. be like giggling the entire time because he loves the Mickey shorts. And it's just such a fun, cute ride. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't see how people are like, it's, it's better than Rise. Definitely not better than Rise. <laughs> but it's great. But it is great. Yeah. And we did miss the pre-show, so yeah. I need to watch that on YouTube. I don't think I'm going to wait until the next time we go to Disney to experience the pre-show. I've heard great things about it. I've heard it's, you know, quite explosive, but looking forward to it. Yeah. So, Mickey Minis, done. Um, at this point, I think our neighbors, they had a dining reservation for Mama Melrose. So we went and ate our poultry peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. In the um, So the Star Wars launch bay is now a relaxation station, which means go. that you can go and sit and take off your mask. Um, you can stay in kind of like the queue area where there's all those old Star Wars movie posters, or you can go inside to the museum-esque area where there used to be, you know, BB-8 and Kylo Ren and Darth Vader meet and greets and all that stuff. We walked into the museum area, kind of walked around a little bit, and it wasn't crowded by any means, but there were kind of people tucked away in each little corner, so we went back. Yeah, I think out. they had spots that you could stand on and like little yes. benches and stuff like these were the areas you could be, and the, most of them were full, so yeah. which we... To be but fair, those are like the ideal spots. They were the ideal <laughs> spots, and it was raining, so it makes sense that people went in there even if they weren't eating or needing a break necessarily. A lot of times it was just to yeah, get out of the rain. It was raining. So, so yeah, went video called our son, and I'm looking at the wait times, and I'm like, it's basically looking like a walk on to rock and roller coaster. So, us being the go getters. Oh, and I should, I should, one, one kind of caveat here is that. We were on a little bit of a time crunch, a little bit of a timer due to our Rise of Resistance Fast Pass because on the app, it will tell you basically your expected wait time. Now, this will change frequently because if the ride goes down, for instance, it just doesn't move. So it might say, you know, 48 minutes and then the ride goes down and it'll say 48 minutes for the next 20 minutes. But once, but when the ride's moving, it will kind of tick down and we were getting within like a half an hour or so. And we, we knew this was going to happen. Like our, our neighbors had their lunch reservation. We're like, we're going to get called in the middle of the lunch reservation. But we, we figured the timing would probably be fine. That the, They'd be finishing up basically when we got called. So um, we, Rachel and I, figured, well, I got time to walk, to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. So we did. Walked on. Yep. It's fun. It was actually more fun than I remembered. Yeah. It's just so, the ride is fairly tame. I mean, there's some fun loops and stuff. I'm just not a huge fan of the theming. But that initial launch, that, is, that initial launch is really good. I got to give credit to that launch and that loop right yeah. at the beginning. I, I also am with you, Rachel. I thought it, was, it felt better this time, probably because we were together, whereas the last time right. we rode it, we did Rider Swap and we were by ourselves. Yeah. There's something about enjoying the ride with somebody. So, that was fun. Uh-huh. And we had to ride Tower of Terror. We just didn't think necessarily we would be able to squeeze it in right now, but it also was a walk-on. Yeah. So, we walked through the queue into the boiler room and basically right on to Tower of Terror, had a front row seat. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Never fails to... Yeah. This was 
ah, give me all the feels. Maybe my favorite time writing it too, because this is only my third time writing it. So I think the first time was on by myself because we had to write or swap. Uh-huh. Second time was with our kids. Maybe I was like concerned about him or like, you know, worried about how he's doing, which he loved it. But yeah. um, I don't know. This time, it, like, I just. And I think I'm like so much more familiar with the ride now because we've done so many, like, we've watched this ride on YouTube so many times and we've mm-hmm. even we recreated acted it, it out during in quarantine. Our, yeah. In our basement. It's on our TikTok. You can go find so that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like very familiar with the ride now. So it's like I had fun like looking for all the things, but the yeah. actual drops, like, it's good times. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I guess I, it's one that ages well. Like it gets better with age like a fine wine or cheese for sure it's one of my all-time favorite disney rides and it's partially because of the theming but i also love thrill rides and i just think it just there's no thrill ride quite like it yeah it's super unique yeah even though even though there's drop rides elevator drops all over the country you know that's not what makes it unique it's the way disney does it that makes it unique so Mm -hmm. um we are exiting out of tower of terror and we get you know, the alert that it is time for our Rise of the Resistance boarding pass. Um, it worked out perfectly. Like, we literally, Rachel had to go to the bathroom, so she went to the Gonzo bathrooms outside Muppet Vision 3D, and our neighbors are walking out of Mama Melrose's. So, Perfect. could not have timed that better. Um, ugh. This ride, here's another one where you may want to just shut off the show. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> about this ride, but I'm sure I will spoil elements of it. But this ride is hands down the most immersive ride I've ever experienced in my life. And I I hesitate saying it's the best ride ever. It might be. But, you know, there's thrill rides and we did, you know, Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point and there's all the there's just great rides. Haunted Mansion is to me one of the all time greatest rides ever. But the storytelling, the immersion, the way you just are brought into the Star Wars universe, how much of the queue is also the ride. I mean, it just exceeded on every level imaginable my expectations. Like, it just blew them out of the water and then some. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, we got onto the the tram thing and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, they're like, stand on your dot. I'm like, I'm like, are we are we on the ride? Is this the ride? I'm like freaking out. I'm like, are we on the ride right now? Yeah, and it's funny because I have not watched <laughs> anything, but I've seen the ride vehicles, so I knew that this was part of essentially the show. And I'm just cracking up because Rachel's like, is this the ride? What's going on? And there's, you know, you're in the shuttle and like, it looks like you're flying through space, and they're debriefing you, and there's this awesome animatronic. Yeah. Oh my God, it's just you're you're just immediately brought into this world and then you get off yeah. of the shuttle because spoiler you are um basically abducted by um the first order and brought yeah. onto an imperial star destroyer and you exit <laughs> out of this I, I mean i my i got goosebumps all over just talking about this you exit out of the shuttle and you are in the the bay of an Imperial Star Destroyer with all these stormtroopers lined up. You know, you got the space windows in the background with the TIE fighters and stuff flying around. I was weepy. <laughs> I mean, it took my breath away. I, oh, I'm just, I need a moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Like, I, I have the selfie that I took. You can see, like, Rachel said she can't see it. But I know that my eyes were glazed over. I just could not believe it. And that's before you're even on the quote-unquote ride. Right. It just, yeah, it just, I love how they just bring you into it. And everyone's in character. And you just feel like, oh, like, oh my gosh, we just got, like, overtaken by the First Order. And now we have to, you know, and there, everyone's in character. It's just great. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I I can't wait to write it again because I know just in that first initial it's just so overwhelming. There's yeah. so much happening. It's so amazing Probably that you're just like, what is even going on right now? Right, and I don't think anything will compare to that first ride, especially because it is a story-driven ride. But one of the beauties of story-driven rides like Pirates of the Caribbean is you can ride it over and over again, know the ride, and still catch something new each time. I guarantee you that's going to happen with this ride. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, just a total experience. I don't want to go through each stage of the ride, but it was crazy, mm -hmm. crazy awesome. And I wonder how much of the social distancing made it feel even more real because it just wasn't that crowded. So it felt like we were like an elite group of people that had been taken captive and interrogated by the first order and. Right, and you know, and they're like maintaining social distance, like, so you stand over here, you yeah. stand oh, over yeah. here. That well, was good. <laughs> it was real good. Um, but, you know, Disney outdid themselves with the special effects um, we've talked about on this show and on other podcasts where we've been guests just about the magic that's created by you know, cues and special effects and the cast members in this ride has it all. And there's even a little like drop kind of thrill moment too in it so I, it's just a plus you know one top easily top 10 probably top five probably top two rides i've ridden <laughs> in my entire life i mean I, I remember like also rachel asked me she was just like what did you think and i was like oh it was great <laughs> you know, like, yeah you were pretty speechless holding, holding back tears your eyes like, i didn't know what to say i feel like i'm still speechless now reminiscing about it um and, you know, it's it's not going to have the same impact on everyone. I think the more of a Star Wars fan you are, the more you're going to get out of it. But, you know, Rachel likes Star Wars, and I wouldn't say loves it, but loved the ride. Mm -hmm. But I think even if you have just a minimal knowledge of Star Wars, you're going to get off of that and just be like, wow. Like, yeah, what an incredible just... experience. Mm -hmm. And I, you don't know what you don't know. So if we hadn't ridden it because of whatever reason with the virtual queue... I wouldn't know what I was missing out on, but now I know why I would have been so bummed about missing it because right. it ma that made my day. I don't want to say made this trip. There's so much that made this trip special, but that Galaxy or that Hollywood Studios day was just like, I don't know. We maybe would have gone to Magic Kingdom instead of Hollywood Studios if it wasn't for riding this ride, and I'm so glad that we just did it. So Keenan liked the ride. <laughs> when I, well, I'm going to, tweet about the show and just be like, do you want to hear me gush about Rise of the Resistance for five minutes? Take a listen. Um, and after, after Rise of the Resistance was great too because we finally got some time to explore Galaxy's Edge. We went in all the shops. There's like a marketplace. It was a little different because you had to, it was one group in a shop at a time. So you had to wait outside. Yeah, not there's... Cr not crowded at all. Right, I mean, there so... was maybe one person in front of us that we had to wait on a shop for. Right, which was good given the times, but I think you lose some of that hustle bustle. You lose of some the, of the immersion of Galaxy's yeah, Edge for sure. Making it feel like an authentic 
marketplace and stuff. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because I feel like on the flip side, if you went, like, opening day and it's just a sea of people, that would ruin the immersion, too. Yeah. You know, you need, like... And that's the thing about the Disney parks right now. Like, it feels different when there's not that many people there. I mean, moments of, like, just being the only people in a certain area of the park were great. But it also feels kind of weird. Like, you don't have this... There's a communal spirit of people celebrating Disney together, and that was certainly lacking. But that's neither here nor there. The the, the Going around the shops and, and doing all that stuff was great. Um, we rode Smuggler's Run again. One of those things where it's just like, I mean, Why it was not? like, like 15 minute wait all day. And the 15 minute wait, that 15 minute wait was like walking on basically. Um, our neighbor's kid really wanted a lightsaber. So I think he was pretty um, bummed that, that they're not doing the build a lightsaber right now. You can only do legacy lightsabers, but this was super cool. We went into the lightsaber building I should know what it's called. There's a name. Savi's, maybe. That sounds right. And um, they've just got all the legacy hilts laid out. And any of those that you want to see, they'll put the blade in. Um, it, it changes color based on... The... Uh, well, it's the crystal inside. But, but yeah. the legacy ones, you, and the building ones, you choose your Kyber crystal. And you can choose whatever color you want your light to be. But on this, it's locked into the hilt. But they had, like, Darth Maul, granted, twice as expensive because you had to buy two hilts and two blades for it. Right. Um, But. Still be sweet. Yeah, and it was still really neat. He ended up getting Darth Vader's blade, which I I personally thought that was the coolest one. So. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, that. Like, if I were to get one, it would be the Darth Darth Vader. He's very happy. They, like I said, they're our neighbors, so we talk to him all the time. He's he's happy with that purchase. So even though it wasn't the Build-A-Blade, still worth it. Um, we did get to see some characters, so Ray and Chewie were outside. Rachel was wearing her Ray shirt, so she kind of went over, and Ray was like, oh, you know, have a little interaction of she saw Rachel's shirt and took some pictures with them, so that was cute. Yeah, I love Ray. Yeah. I want to be Ray. <laughs> Rachel, be Ray. Ray. Not Rachel, Ray. You know I what I'm saying? Mean. There's a connection. There's Ray, a connection. Ray Rachel, and Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. R-E-Y-C-H-A-E-L. Mm-hmm. And, you know. We have some similarities physically in that we have brown hair and yep. we are white girls. So. Yes. So, um, like I said, explored Galaxy's Edge, had a great time. Just kind of hanging out with our neighbors and um, they're such awesome people and we really enjoyed spending the day with them and we feel super blessed that they're our neighbors. Um, their daughter, though, was at the hotel with Strep. Not COVID or anything. She apparently she gets strep like as every Disney trip, and um, so she wasn't there. So they they called it a day at this point. This was also their third Hollywood Studios day. <laughs> we had an Oga's Cantina reservation coming up in like half an hour. So they were like, "Hey, you know, we think we're gonna go. You know, maybe get some souvenirs and then head back to the hotel." So uh, we parted ways, and we kind of felt like at a loss at this point because we were both tired and hungry, and we needed to get a drink at Oga's. And I think I said this on a previous episode. You can check in to your reservation early. We didn't. We showed up right when our reservation was. They put us on a list. We had to wait longer. Yeah. And we're like, oh, man. So we're trying to figure out what to do. We, we just really needed food and really needed to sit down. And we're not, like, complainers or anything. We weren't 
grumpy about it, but we were just like, we know what our needs are, and... Yeah, we'd been going... And we took our break for lunch, but besides that, we had been... Yeah. Non-stop. Going hard. As usual. Yeah. Um... So when they brought us into Oga's and put us at a standing room only table, we kind of had this, we like, we looked at each other and we're just like, this is not what and I like, expected. Yeah. My shoes were wet. Like it had yeah. been raining. Like, again, not complaining, but it was just kind of like we needed to chill for yeah, a Yeah. We were sec. like, this is just not really what we wanted. We really right just now. wanted to sit down. Yeah. And we needed food. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, the thing about food is there really isn't food at Oga's. There's, like, snacks, and they had, like, a hummus dip thing, which we probably would have gotten. So we walked out, and we said, hey, can we wait for a table at the bar, a table or a seat at the bar? I'm like, we're happy sitting at the bar. We just want to sit. They said, fine. But as we were waiting, once again, started getting more and more hungry. Um, it started to drizzle outside, and I said to Rachel, I was like, you know, I think I'll be okay not going to Oga's. I, I really wanted to do it because it was at the top of my list. But we got inside, took a couple pictures, um, I, I needed food, so, and so did Rachel. So, I really wanted a Ronto wrap. They do not currently have the chicken Ronto wrap. If you know this about Rachel, she doesn't eat sausage, so she was not going to get a Ronto wrap. So we canceled our Oga's reservation and used mobile ordering to order myself a Ronto wrap. And Rachel got the Felucian Kepta and Hummus Garden Spread. Super good. From Docking Bay 7. It was for, I don't know, the third meal now. Rachel got a plant-based... Meat. No, this was my second one. Second plant-based meat. She ended up yeah, getting a third. Yeah, I'll get another point. one later. Gotcha. Yeah. It was delicious. And Docking Bay 7 was where it was at, if you ask me, because <laughs> there was nobody there. Okay, so it wasn't where it was at, but it's where I wanted to be, because it was very empty. Yes. We got to sit in a booth, the air conditioning, out of the rain. To be fair, Ronto Roasters was empty, too, and open air. Was but. it indoors, though? No. Well, it's like it's like... It's got a roof over it, but it's essentially open air seating. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So well, this was like indoors, correct? And it was very nice. Yeah, and they let me bring in my Ronto wrap food, which was very nice of them. Um, and that was good. Yeah. I I would speak very highly of the Galaxy's Edge food. I've heard good things. I can say firsthand now. If you're looking for good quick service, Galaxy's Edge is where it's at. Like both yeah. of our like my Ronto wrap was delicious. Rachel's meal was good, and I've heard really good things about other items on the menu yeah so. and i like the, i love the feel of docking bay seven turns out because it, it, it just kind of feels like a just like a stop like kind of like a i don't know cafeteria in a way but you know for star wars yeah people, oh they did i mean the, the theming of galaxy's it, edge yeah was even the bathrooms are great in yeah. galaxy's edge but With yeah it just DJ felt Rex like radio station playing like oh i'm just you know this person in in Star Wars land. I just yeah. got. I just got to take a break. Just need my lunch break. It just felt like you were taking your lunch break after working at yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Or it something. was great, and it was a cloudy day, like heavily overcast. So when they'll have like Tie Fighters and stuff and X Wings, I think based on the sounds flying ahead, you'll just hear them. But because it was so cloudy, it felt like they were actually flying above. Um, you know, yeah. they'll have Kylo Ren come out and do some stuff, and stormtroopers marching around and. It was it was good. Um, the theming's incredible. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say the fact that it's, you know, Batu and not a location that previously existed in Star Wars that we could go to ruined it. I get that. I, I actually felt that a little bit. It, it felt kind of foreign. I do wish that they had done something like Tatooine. 
Um, I and I know why they didn't, and they needed the mountains to kind of obscure stuff. They could have done Cloud City or something, and I think it would have been a tad more magical and immersive. Um, but I also feel like part of the reason they did it was so that they could take some liberties and have it be yeah. this new place that nobody's visited, so people aren't going. Well, in the movie, you know, this place was over here, and it was actually set eight feet further back, and so right. this just breaks kind of like what I would expect it to feel like. You know, I just think people would nitpick it into the dirt if it were an actual location. Do I wish it was? Yes, I do. But I can see why they did it. And I think they they just pulled it off. It's still great. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, maybe for the commoner, because I'm not like, it. as far as I could feel, it felt like a real Star Wars oh, yeah. like, and location. Yes. And so, they did. They did pull that off. Yeah, for Very sure. Very well. Yeah. So we got one of those Coke grenade things, which apparently they have Sprite too, and I wish we would have gotten one of those. But yeah, I saw both there. You didn't see both. Didn't see both. Hmm. Our neighbors got both, and I was jealous. Yeah, we got one of those sitting on my shelf right now. It's great. Um, nice cheap souvenir. We drank the Coke though. Some we people did. Don't Some drink. people don't. I'm like, I'm thirsty. I'm like, if yeah. I'm paying five bucks for this, I don't, I don't need it to be full when it's sitting on my shelf. Great. Can't even tell. Can't even tell. Um, yeah, so we're by ourselves at this point. Um, and this is where Rachel and I, you know, we had every opportunity to go home. But we're like, we've had food. We've had rest. Now what do we do? Right. As our style. We just needed a little moment just to get our energy back and boom. So boom, we're back at it. We haven't ridden Slinky Dog Dash. And, and sorry to our son, we really weren't gonna do slinky dog dash we just felt like that's you know he loves that ride and we just feel i don't know we just felt like we were doing him wrong by riding slinky dog dash but i'm like oh it's like a 15 minute wait for slinky dog dash what do you think it's like, yeah because it had been down do all day oh yeah that's because of the storms it was down all day yeah so we're like hey it's back up it's only 15 minutes let's go and it took about 15 minutes um 15 20 wasn't bad at all um especially for a new ride like that it's yeah. great fun. We got front row again right behind the head. Yep. I think that's what we had last time. Yeah. So um, I'd like to be in the back someday. Yeah. And so we're still kind of like, well, how should we go? We wanted to, we were getting our uh, son a Toy Story alien popcorn bucket as his souvenir. We just, he loves the Toy Story aliens and yeah, loves popcorn. We just thought this would, this would be a good souvenir. And then for future trips, we can bring it and $2 refills, baby. Heck yeah. And we're, we're you know, we're there. Filling up our popcorn bucket, and we look over at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. What was it? It was like twenty minutes or yeah, something. Twenty minutes. It didn't, it didn't even take that long. Yeah. We're like, should we do that again? Why not? And we did. So I, I skipped somewhere earlier. It's irrelevant, but this was actually our third time riding Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. I skipped a second time in our notes here, but doesn't matter. We rode it again, and I love it. It's great. So. And, yep. the, and this is the thing, like, like going to Disney right now is not for everybody, but for people who go once a year or once every couple years, you know what it feels like and you just, you want to ride Slinky Dog, you want to ride Mickey Minions, you want to ride, hopefully, Rise of the Resistance and um, Smuggler's Run. It's like, you can go and have a great time. You just have to know what the trade-off is. And for us, it was totally worth it. I mean, riding Mickey Minions three times the year that it opens... No, that's insane. Yeah. Totally insane. But the best, well, 
obviously Rise was, was a thing. But the best was yet to come. <laughs> because we wanted to go to, back to our hotel, freshen up a little bit. We had a special hangout planned for this evening. Something we were very, very much looking forward to. Do you want to... Most people probably know because this was on their Twitter slash Instagram and stuff. But we, yeah. went, to, we went to Disney Springs. Took the bus, actually. I don't know why. But I forget what we did We knew that. we'd be drinking. Oh, yeah. But also it was kind of like, oh, let's see what the bus situation's like. To report to our loyal listeners. Um... We did report on Disney Springs on our kind of evaluation. So if you're curious, we don't feel as good about it as other places. It's not true Disney, not true bubble. Right. Um, but Raglan Road was cool, but it was mostly cool because we met up with... We finally got to meet our friends. Justin and Samantha Monorail from Jeez. Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. You were going to let me say Rachel it. Thunder. Jeez. <laughs> well, we were beating around the bush. We had to get to the point. Um, two just awesome people, and we felt like we had just a nice friendship with them, like over the interwebs, right? right? Like, we, yeah, you know, just Justin and I, especially, like, have known each other basically for the entire duration of our podcast existence. Um, he has a background in audio engineering and stuff like that, and so I, he's basically been like a mentor to me for a long time. <laughs> always picked his brain about stuff and crazy issues. What do you think is causing this and all that stuff? But, um, yeah, we, we've been on each other's shows. And, of course, after being on each other's shows, Rachel and Samantha were like, buddy, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Rachel's talking about moving down there. And, oh, it'd be cool if we were neighbors. Yeah, it yeah, would be cool. I'd love to move down to walk the Orlando Walk down with my area. box of wine. Um, and that's all That's all fine and dandy but like meeting them in person and just spending the evening with them having some drinks having some food it was just like such a great night yeah such great time with them um and they're just awesome people so yeah and they treated us to dinner for our anniversary because they're generous wonderful folks yes very so. very generous very nice so thank you again justin and samantha um and so that it, was super fun. The only thing was I wish we could have hung out longer. I know. I know. And we did. We we closed down the we restaurant. Did. We closed down the and restaurant. And then we hung out outside Morimoto's. And yeah, we had to take our Morimoto wall pictures. Talked for a little while. Took some pictures. And it was sort of like, okay, you know, at, at this point we are just stalling to spend more time together. But like they had to work the next day. Right. Yeah. So it was very nice of them to drive out on the work yeah. night too. So... Um, so yeah, that was fun. We'll great. do that again. And I'm sure, like, we have a lot of crossover audience, but if you're listening to this and you have not listened to the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, go now and listen. They do a great weekly show with lots of different segments that they do. They have a great family dynamic. Um, yeah, it's just a great podcast, but it's because they're such amazing people. That's right. And that concludes our... Day two, our Hollywood Studios day. What a wonderful day it was. Twas. <laughs> and the following day was also crazy, so you'll have to stay tuned for that one. Like I said, we'll hope, we're hoping to get that to you this week. Um, and we'll probably combine day three and our departure day, because we did lots of fun stuff, actually, on our we departure did. day. <laughs> yeah, we dragged that out as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. Stayed in the bubble as long as we could. But you'll have to stay tuned for that. As always, thanks for listening. And for being a part of our world. See you real soon. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P-O-O-W Podcast. You could also shoot us an email, partofourworldpodcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614-392-8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland! Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.